Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Be the Brave Ones podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, I am so glad that you are jumping in on this conversation. You are here for the last episode of our Fierce Friendships series. I'm going to be talking with my friend Mindy. And, you know, she recently referred to us as spiritual wonder twins. And I love that. In the past, she's called us spiritual Avengers. And I think that anybody who has the Holy Spirit in them, who's following Jesus, can consider themselves a spiritual Avenger because you have the power of the Holy Spirit working on the inside of you. And God said that he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. And I believe that when we surround ourselves with fierce friendships, a strong community, our strength, our power, our ability to walk out who God has called us to be is greatly magnified. And that's why I wanted to have this series. So here we go. My conversation with my spiritual wonder twin, Mindy Tobin. You are joining me on the podcast. I couldn't imagine doing this series without a conversation with you. Well, and- first of all, thank you. What an honor. And I'm very thankful for this opportunity. This is exciting. I can't wait. Absolutely. I wanted to tell our listeners a little bit about you. From my perspective, this is Mindy. She is a prayer warrior friend. Uh, someone that you definitely need in your circle is someone that you can count on to pray for you. You know, she's that friend where you told her something a month ago. And then you, you run into her and she is asking you about that thing. And she hasn't already texted you five times about it already. Um, she is not ashamed of Jesus. She will tell anybody and everybody about how much God loves them. And that has truly inspired me in my walk with Jesus to step out and be brave and tell somebody how much they mean to Jesus. Um, she is a career woman. She is someone who is dedicated to the things that she says yes to. She says yes to what she can say yes to. And she says no to what God tells her to say no to. And I'm so glad that she is my friend. Mindy, uh, is there anything that I left out that you're like, hey. No, I don't know who you're talking about exactly, but thank you. Oh, come on, come um, you're spoiling, on. spoiling me with your words, Mindy. Thank you. Now, I really, I really left out the, the fact that you are from California. I thought for certain that when I left that door open for you, I mean, you are wearing a California sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Can't it's take a- the California out of Mindy. No, no, no. Can't. <laughs> so I wanted to start off with talking about how we met. I mm. feel it's important. Yeah. And I remember we were at church and mm-hmm. I, it was on a Sunday morning. 2011, 2011. Oh, wow. You know the year. Okay. I do. We're in 2020. That was nine years ago. Yep. And I come into church that morning and for whatever reason, I can't remember why my family was not with me at that, at that time. And so I sat nearby you, but I didn't know you. It was the third, third row from the front. Wow. What a memory you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're on the third row and we're worshiping. And I just remember just experiencing your worship just by being next to you, which I should have also mentioned in your introduction that you are an incredible worshiper. If you are in the room when worship is happening, you're taking worship next level. And so that's what I was experiencing. I was experiencing this next level worship that was going on next to me. And I remember, you know, feeling the Holy spirit impressing upon my heart that I should know you and that I should, I should talk to you. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't. We've sat through the service. We sat right next to each other, sat through the service. And then afterwards, now it's come, it's, my memory's coming back to me. My daughter was an infant at the time and she was in the nursery. And so I felt like I have to go get to her. And so I did not follow what the Holy Spirit was saying, which was to first talk to you. And so I ran and got her. And why this is so significant is because it was the very next week. I did not realize that you attended 
one of the ministries that I also attended. And so I attended that ministry later that week and you were there and you went up on stage and you shared about how your life, like the rug had just been snatched out from under you in your life. And in that moment, I know you don't like me to say this, but I felt like one of the worst people ever. Stop it, Mandy. Because you, like, you were in a place that Sunday when I was next to you where you probably would have appreciated someone seeing you and noticing you and saying hello to you. And I missed that. And part of that, the reason I want to share that is number one, I want to be honest, right? We don't always step out in what God asks us to. And it also made me not want to be that person again. It, mm. it made me, when I feel the Holy Spirit say, hey, notice this person, that I notice that person. So what, what is your perspective of our friendship and how we met? I did end up talking to you later that evening, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, um, that's interesting uh, what you said, because that was, uh, it was October 9th. It was two days after my ex-husband had left me and vanished without a trace. So it was my first Sunday in, a, in going to church, obviously two days after the fact. And during the entire service, I was crying. It was an ugly cry. It was a hard cry. And especially during worship. And uh, I had, I always sat where I sat at that church because a friend of mine was the pastor's wife there. And I only felt safe in that church being near her. So that's why I chose that, uh, that seat. And that's why I remember it was the third row. But uh, anyways, I, I just was really heartbroken and just, uh, you know, just that ugly cry that you do in private, but I was doing it in worship. And um, I just, I remember you in my peripheral and I'm like, oh, there, that, that seems like a cool girl, but I hope she doesn't want to talk to me because I'm just having a moment here. Okay, good, good. So right. I want to set you free. I want to set you free because I know like when there's that girl crying, we all, I, I know I want to like fix or find out what's going on, but I was kind of glad that you didn't, but I did need counsel. And, uh, uh, that was what my cry was about. And so that following Thursday, um, I went on stage and just admitted what I was struggling with and what I was surrendering. And as I walk off the stage, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to cry again. And then I see you and you were literally there. And, um, I let you hug me, which is very significant because I don't let people hug me. And then you apologize to me. You said, you know, I saw you on Sunday and um, I wish I would have talked to you. And so that's how it started. That's really, really how it started. And uh, it's been a, oh, an enjoyable wild ride ever since. So, yes, it has. Our friendship started there and it continued, just continued to grow as we continued to walk through hard things together mm -hmm. and share hard things together, share the good, share the bad and share the ugly. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that's been something that stayed consistent throughout our friendship is that you are that person where if I, you're a safe place to confess, mm -hmm. you're a safe place to say, this is where I'm struggling. This is where I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm getting it right, where God is calling me to do something different. And, and you've challenged me. I mean, you have challenged me in life-changing ways, um, how, how the Holy Spirit uses you. Uh, you know, one particular tough relationship, a family relationship comes to mind. And I was really struggling uh, that the family member wasn't responding to me in the way that I wanted to. And you encouraged me to respond to them the way that Jesus would want me to, regardless of how they were responding to me. Mm. And that was part of God shifting my heart in that area. And it's a place where I was in bondage. And it's a place where I walk in freedom today. Hallelujah. Thank and, you, Jesus. 
Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And that's how he uses friendships. And that's why our friendships are so important. And it's important that as friends, we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit and listening to him uh, when someone is sharing their pain or sharing what they're going through. And I feel like you're really good at that. I oh, see you do my that. Gosh. You know, think that's only because of the Lord God Almighty, number one. I think that uh, the, the thing we have to remember about friendships, Mandy, is that there's a redemptive effect that occurs. You know, we can, people help people heal, right? And so um, we see that in scripture often in terms of like Boaz and Ruth and, and just different things like that. But there's something supernatural that happens, but also something very sacred in sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of my family of origin, I don't have really great um, support in that arena and that I'm still praying that God's going to work that out. So I have to find my nurturing and my, my, um, connection through the family of God and just in my, my friendships. And this sisterhood has been just very safe for me and, uh, beautiful. And while you were walking through that time that you talk about the Holy spirit didn't need my help convincing you that, you had a problem that you were in sin, that you were being prideful or whatever the would come up in your mind. Um, yeah. He just needed me to ask you a different, a different question, offer you a different perspective. Cause I trust yeah. the God in you to pray that thing out. It's just offering a different perspective. So I'm not telling you how to be a better woman than God. I'm just offering you a different perspective that's rooted maybe in the word or whatever Holy spirit was showing me at that moment. That's all. And, and you're really good at that. You're really good at not trying to fix, but, pointing me in my experience, pointing me back to what God says. And you're also really good encouraging me. You're an incredible encourager. You Mm. encourage me in the areas that I'm getting it right, which is also, I think, incredibly important in friendships that we don't focus on where our friends are getting it wrong, but we focus on where they're getting it right, where they're hearing from God. And if they're not hearing from God, pointing them to what God's truth says so they can be reminded of that. And like you said, they can take that before God and allow right. and allow them to be able to experience that truth that they're not currently experiencing. Right. I appreciate you saying that because you get a lot of things right. Let's just be very clear. I want the world to know you get a lot of things right. So it's not like I have a lot to do a lot of work. It's not like I, you know, oh, Mandy, you know, it's not like that. I want to make that clear. In terms of those blind spots, I like calling them blind spots, you know, those blind, mm-hmm. blind spots that we, you and I both struggle with. Um, I think a powerful thing that I've learned is just asking myself the question or others, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you about that? Very simply. And then because we are in his word, we read his word. um, Maybe it's a scripture that'll come to mind or maybe discernment will come or clarity will come where there's been confusion. And he really is the one, he's the counselor. He's doing all the work. Uh, We just put language to it in a way that maybe is quicker for us to grasp or understand because we might not be familiar with maybe how he's trying to speak to us in his word. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. I see you do that in asking me, what is the Holy spirit saying? And then that, I think that sometimes we don't, we forget that we can hear from the Holy spirit. <laughs> and so when you ask me that question, uh, it makes me go, well, what is he saying? That's a great question. Let me just get that out. What I, cause I, I do hear from them. And I think that when you ask me that, I can always answer the question. And just to hear myself say what I believe the Holy Spirit is saying to me gives me clarity. Right. And, and oftentimes where I can be completely confused prior to talking to you, just answering that question brings clarity to where I'm at. Right. Because we're running this race called life, right? Mm-hmm. And there are going to be times in life in terms of our relationships where, especially with women, 
as a sister, you're supposed to get to your destination quicker than I am. You're supposed to win the race. Mm -hmm. And if you get sidetracked, I could either have an opportunity to pass you by and get to my accomplished before you or to get conquer what you're trying to conquer before you. Or I can say, hey, whoa, this is where the finish line is, Mandy. Keep running this way. That's, that's mm. what I think sisterhood does, you know? And so we're supposed to be for each other, not against each other. But unfortunately, I've not had good experiences with women in general, you know? And mm -hmm. um, so God has really helped heal me through the power of this friendship, especially we're leaders in ministry. And yeah. uh, that's the beautiful part of this as well. You know, it, we're as much women of God and, and just people, just friends and, and we're leaders, but our, our identities aren't rooted in those things. You know, our identities are yeah. rooted in being children of God first and foremost. So, yeah. And as children of God, you, you were saying earlier about your family, your family of origin and Christ invites us into a family. Yeah. And I feel like I've experienced that with you. I feel like mm. you are my family. Wow. I appreciate that. I, absolutely. And, and even you, you are so tuned in to the Holy spirit. You are one of those friends where you call when I need, I need you and you mm. don't even know that I need you and you call and you will call with an encouragement, something that I need to hear in that moment. And so I want to just with the listeners, I, yeah. I just, I, I mean, can you define that? Can you like, is that your prayer life? Is that, is that, is that um, a fruit of your prayer life, a fruit of your time in the word? How does that happen? I think that when you do life with people, uh, they're on your mind. And God speaks to us through our imagination. He speaks to us in our thoughts. He speaks to us um, in our prayer times. And so in those times that you're talking about, I've spent significant times praying for you and your loved ones and different things like that. So when, when, I'm, when I'm praying for you, I said, Lord, you know, as a sis, as, man, as, as Mandy's sister, how can I anticipate her needs? I'm always asking myself, you know, what, what is it, Lord? And so he'll show me. Sometimes it manifests in a call, a note, a text. It's not like he's like, Mindy, call Mandy. Um, <laughs> but I do believe he, he puts people on my radar for a reason. And I do have a bit of a commute to work. So I take advantage of that time or I'll, I'll just, I'm trying to listen. Um, I get it wrong. There's some, there's been a lot of times when I haven't called you um, and you beat me to it. I'm just like, Oh, you know? <laughs> but uh, I don't always well, get it right. Well, that's, that's what it's about. Right. Like right. we, we are each listening. We're each reaching out when it's time. And yeah. um, if I need you, I'm going to call. And something that I really value in our relationship, there's a lot, a lot of things that I've already mentioned, but even uh, something else is kind of, I mean, if I were to name it, I think I've called it confession sessions. Oh, um, in yeah, other yeah. areas, you know, yeah. and just, just the power of that. Right. Um, there, there are times when there's just something that I know, like I'm not, I'm not conquering it. You know, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ, but there's an area where on my own, I am not conquering it. And I know that what's needed is confession. I right. need to reach out to someone I trust. And you're very often that person. And right. the reason why you're very often that person is because you do that with me. And I know that if you can trust me with your junk, I can trust you with mine. Right. And so I wanted to talk about that for a minute because mm -hmm. I feel that's so significant in how God yeah. designed us uh, and how he intended sisterhood, what he intended sisterhood to look like. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you mentioning that. I think one of the core pillars in our relationship is safety. We care about you and I constantly never feeling judged, mm -hmm. condemned, gossiped about 
um, critiqued. And so being safe people, is, it, it's in our DNA. So we, in any of our friendships, we reflect that. And so you and I, it's over, it's overload. Like it, I'm, you're safe for me, I'm safe for you. And it's just like a safety big bubble all the time. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Mm-hmm. So I, I take that literal. And so for me, I'm free to share my junk and I'm, share, I'm free to share my struggles. And recently, you know, I had a major setback and I knew that I had to promptly admit it and do a pivot and just course correct. That was key for me to overcome and to get over. And uh, in the past, as a leader in ministry, working on a staff at a church or involved in, you know, other ministries, uh, I've not been treated well in the confession session. And so where, where, you know, David tells us, you know, create me a, a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, cast me not away from your presence. Sometimes I felt cast away from his presence with his people. And so it's been really uh, hard for me, but I know that whenever I confess something to you, you help shepherd and usher the right spirit. And that's, I feel like what our job is, is just to shepherd. God, Holy Spirit doesn't need our help. He just needs us to shepherd. And so I think we are shepherds in, by nature. So I think that's kind of how it happens. That's a good word. And when you were talking about where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I'm literally picturing this freedom Mm-hmm. moving between us and, and th- what was coming to mind too is where two or more are gathered he's mm-hmm. in a midst right and so when you're there when you're with a sister that you trust uh, the lord is in your midst and there's freedom there right and uh that that freedom when we confess our sins to one another and pray for one another there's healing that comes in that and i always experience new strength it's 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 supernatural it's right the strength that's imparted in those moments is the supernatural experience where i go I can step up over this. Right. Because what you do with me very, very well is you don't guilt trip me or condemn me or throw a Bible verse at me, shaming me. You never shame me. Mm-hmm. A healthy confession does not involve shame, in my opinion. Amen. It, it, involves, it, it involves course correction in terms of, Mindy, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. And just like that righteous man falls seven times, you're going to rise again and you're going to move forward. And so- that's the important part. I think sometimes uh, women, we love, to, we love to justify things or find the reason, the logical reason or whatever, the, you know, and the Bible is a prescription for all things. Um, it, it's good for correction and, and, and those important things. But also, if I'm going to come to my senses, I need to experience the, the love of God, like the yeah. prodigal son mm-hmm. he came to his senses. So mm-hmm. as your sister in Christ, I usher you coming to your senses by telling you who you are, not who you're not. Mm-hmm. That doesn't get you back into um, right standing and right thinking with God. That delays it. That's good. That's good. And, th- and this, is a, this is a life-giving relationship in that way, in calling out the goodness in the, in the other person and reminding that person, this is who you are. This is who you are in Jesus. This is who he says that you are. And I believe that that's part of what sisterhood should look like, is it should, it should make us stronger. And, and we don't agree on everything. No. Uh, that's, we got to talk about that. We don't agree okay. on a lot of things. And there are, there are some opinions that you have about certain ministries that I don't share. And we've yeah. gone, we've gone at that. Right. Yeah. But I don't let there be a wedge in between us. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Mandy's got a different opinion. We, we yeah. debate, we debate about certain things, 
but we yeah. don't divide over them. And I don't give myself permission to be offended by you because that's not healthy for my thinking. That's not healthy for me. So I need yeah. to just be like, okay, you know, we have a difference of opinion. I know I'm right. She doesn't know. So we just, had a, yeah. I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you know, um, it's just a, it's just one of those things where, you know, we can debate, but not divide. And too often, yeah. I think, uh, we, as women, we can be really uh, catty or we just shut down or isolate. And because we get our feelings hurt, um, we feel attacked. And sometimes that's true. We've got to look at, okay, what's the root cause for the feeling that I'm feeling? Why am I hurt right now? And then could it be sometimes that maybe you're, you're having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. I'm PMSing, you're PMSing. I don't know. And maybe my tone didn't come out right. You have the freedom to come to me and say, you know what, Mindy? Whoa. You know, your tone, it bothered me a little bit. And then I have to like ask myself, did I intentionally try to wound her? So I have to apologize to you. But when I apologize to you, Mandy, I can't say, hey, Mandy, uh, I'm sorry if that bothered you. You know, the if in the apology does not help you heal. I need to say, I love you. I, I really, I care about you and adore you. And I would never hurt you intentionally. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So Mindy, I close each of these conversations with what I call a bonus question. So I'm so yeah. excited. I feel like I'm on a game <laughs> show. Okay. Don't get that excited. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my, my question for you is we started this conversation off with uh, talking about you walking through something that was very, very painful. Mm -hmm. uh, in your life, you, I would say during that time, you were enduring something that was beyond difficult and it was something that you did not see coming mm -hmm. at all. Mm -mm. And so we are in a season of hardship we did not see coming. And so how would you say, how, how would you say the person listening right now who's struggling mm -hmm. with dealing with something that they didn't see coming, how do you trust God with the hard and the unexpected? Wow, that's a, that's a hard question. And do you have another hour? Um, <laughs> quickly, I guess what I would say is that we have to fight hard to remember where our help comes from. It comes, it comes from the Lord. And Psalm 121 is really all about his help, number one. Number two, his help can be demonstrated and displayed in relationships. And so it, it's, it's, it's scary to reach out. It was scary to go to church on that Sunday in October. It was scary to stand on a stage and admit where I was at. But I trusted that God was going to protect me and help me. And it wasn't pretty. But I think that when we, when we cry out for help, God doesn't leave us hanging. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's important to remember. You know, he, we're supposed to comfort one another with the same comfort that we've, we've, we've received. And so I have a responsibility to comfort you like you've comforted me or other sisters have. So, you know, when life throws us curveballs, the, the one thing I try to remember is that it's crossed the throne of God before I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. And so if it's crossed his throne, he's allowing it to happen. He is required to give me the grace and the mercy to walk it out. Sometimes crawl it out or cry it out. Um, it's not catching him by surprise and it's not necessarily happening because he's making it happen, but he will shepherd me and walk me through it. And sometimes he does that through friendship, through sisters, through, through family, you know? Yes. And something that's been remarkable in our friendship to me is watching you faithfully walk out hard things. Mm. 
that if I could just sum it up, uh, sum you up in an amazing way that I see you is how faithfully you walked through that hard season that you were in and just gave God the glory and just kept your, you kept your eyes on him and you were willing to, um, you continued to declare his goodness in the midst of all of it. On most days I did. Yes. There were hard days though, where I couldn't get out of bed where all I could do was listen to worship music. I barely had the ability to show up at work. Um, the spirit of suicide was so strong on me. Uh, but you would text me or other people would text me or I would show up for meetings on Thursday nights. And so it was because I reached out for help and exposed, I brought it into the light, what I was going through. And that once I did that, that's when God sent people into my life to help me. They didn't fix it. It was in the simplicity of, Hey, just thinking about you reminding me that if I'm still breathing, God's not done yet. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's that fight that, that mm-hmm. fight that I see in you that no matter how far down you feel, there's still this part of you that's going turn on my worship music. Yeah. And just whatever ounce of God mm-hmm. that I can get or whatever mustard seed of God that I can get right now um, is what I've always seen you reaching for. And that just pulls you to the next place again and again. Thank you. Thank you you for joining me today on this conversation. I know that it's going to encourage a lot of people. Amen. So there we go. We wrapped it up. Our final episode of the Fierce Friendships series. If this is your first time tuning in, I just want you to know there's four other amazing episodes that you can go back and listen to. Go check it out. And I also want to let you know what's coming next. Our newest series that's going to be releasing on the podcast is going to be called Love Thy Neighbor. I'm going to be talking to some more friends, those friends who really know how to love people well. I see them do it all the time. You're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be so helpful. It's going to be so encouraging. It's going to make you want to go love people So if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, now is the time to do that. Wherever you listen, just go to the podcast, click that subscribe button, and then you're going to ensure that you don't miss an episode. And if you haven't checked out the Brave Girls Gather website, please go do that. Our vision is to refuse to leave the next generation behind. And you know, Mindy and I, it didn't make this conversation, but she was actually there when I first began gathering young people around tables of brave conversation. She was my cohort. She was the person sitting next to me at the table. And I can't tell you enough how impactful that is. Brave Girls Gather was born out of that. And so I want to encourage you, go check out the resources. We create conversation tools. We create conversation cards, conversation guides, so that you can easily host a conversation with the next generation. Be brave, take that next step, and join us back here for our next series, again, called Love Thy Neighbor.